Welcome to Union Power Coaching. Piecing purpose and strength together. Hello and welcome once again to the Union Power Coaching Podcast with me, Mike Turnpenny. I hope you've all been very well and that whatever it is that you may be doing or whatever it is you're working towards, you're on the right track and you're being productive and proactive in pursuit of it. As always, I would first like to thank everyone who has so far listened to this podcast or to the Midweek Meditations and has reached out to me with their thoughts, their feedback, their advice. It doesn't go unnoticed or unappreciated and only helps to motivate and inspire me to continue working happily and passionately on this project. So thank you ever, ever so much. And today we will be staying on this theme as the topic that I will speak about is gratitude. The dictionary definition of gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness. Now, many psychiatrists have said that gratitude can literally change lives due to an increased feeling of self-worth and happiness when on either end of giving or receiving gratitude. In fact, American psychologist Robert Emmons says that gratitude reduces many toxic emotions from envy and resentment to frustration and regret. His multiple studies on the connections between gratitude and well-being have confirmed that gratitude basically increases our happiness and reduces depression. He goes on to say that a good way to increase feelings of gratitude is to embrace the setbacks we experience in life. By cultivating and nurturing gratitude, it and its benefits come much easier and much more naturally to us. I think a really good example of embracing the setbacks is, for example, going for a job interview. Although, of course, we want to get the job, I always encourage people to think of the interview as interview practice, especially if they're changing their careers. So getting a better understanding of the type of questions that they may ask us and learning the best vocabulary to use in these interview situations is really, really helpful. In fact, last year, my wife had several interviews, but only a handful that she was really genuinely interested in. And for this purpose, to learn from each one and to be better prepared for the interviews that she was really, really invested in, she did go to other interviews just for the practice, just to make it a lot more comfortable and less of a daunting task. Another example of this comes in sport. UFC fighter Conor McGregor's coach, John Kavanagh, has a book called Win or Learn. For me, this is such a powerful way to think positively and to learn through our setbacks and in defeat. By learning through our failures makes us better prepared and willing to analyse ourselves to become better every day. I forget who said it, but in my mind, someone once said to me something along the lines of, if we learn something, then we never failed, which I think is a beautiful way to go through life. So, My wife told me this morning about a study where our brain is unable to think positively and negatively at the same time. So I guess this is why when we're down, we are really, really down 
and when we're up, we feel unstoppable. A grateful outlook is said to be somewhat genetic, though we are able to rewrite this code by inviting more gratitude into our lives to change the balance so that the bad no longer outweighs the good. Much like a garden is in need of regular watering and maintenance, our mind needs the same love with gratitude to keep it flourishing. So very often it could be really, really easy to not allow ourselves to feel or give gratitude as we often compare our circumstances with those of other people. So for example, you could say, why should I thank this person for their help? They've got a lot more time, they've got a lot more resources than me, so of course they should help. Or maybe on the other hand, when we say things like, I did all of this for them and they didn't thank me, they didn't give me any gratitude. For me personally, I do agree that gratitude is a two-way street. However, if we give something in the hope of receiving something back in return, then our giving intention was not pure and therefore can block this natural flow of gratitude. If we do something out of love and with sincerity, it will come back to us in time. So now I encourage each of you to think of what you are grateful for. Let's together begin cultivating this feeling and this awareness together. Maybe it's someone or something in general, or perhaps something that happened this week. Let me know in the comments and on social media at Union Power Coaching what you are feeling grateful for. I'm now going to share a few examples of what I am feeling grateful for, as I feel that by verbalizing gratitude, we can spark it in others too creating something of a snowball effect of giving and receiving gratitude. So the first example I want to talk about is a good friend of mine called Sean. Now, I met Sean in Costa Rica in 2015. He was my Airbnb host, and he did everything he possibly could to make sure that I was happy, I was comfortable, that I felt safe in the town, that I had different options and different things to do. And along with this, he would he was my neighbor. Uh, he lived in the, the house next door and he would often come and sit with me and have food with me, spend time with me and just share his story with me. He'd lived in Costa Rica, I believe at the time for around 12 years. And I was there for 12 minutes at the time. And he wanted to share his knowledge and his experiences with me to give me an opportunity if I wished in the future to live there or somewhere else or feel more confident as a traveler. And he kept in contact with me after I had left Costa Rica and we are still in touch to this day. And I still am very connected with Costa Rica. I go there very often. And Sean has never let me pay for a coffee in the seven years of our friendship. We see each other a couple of times a year and we're usually both quite busy, but we always make time to meet each other. But he never ever lets me pick up the bill. And I feel like over the years now with our friendship, my gratitude for his kind gestures and my gratitude for his friendship is far more valuable to him than saving some money or by me buying the coffee. Sean is an excellent example of someone whose giving intention is pure with no conditions or expectations. There's no ulterior motive when he does things for other people. So Sean, if you're listening to this, just so you know, I, I will one day beat you to the bill and pay for a coffee, but I am tremendously grateful for your kindness and your friendship. 
The next example I want to talk about is my friend Anna, who I met when she was an Airbnb guest in my house. So again here, you know, this feels like it's kind of a full circle thing where Sean had paid forward to me his experience as an Airbnb host and then I was able to give the same back to somebody else. So Anna and her boyfriend stayed in my home at the very beginning of the pandemic and we got to know each other really well because we were spending lots of time in the house and eating together and really, really spending that, you know, well, we all know what that beginning of the pandemic felt like. And Anna is a graphic designer and a really, really talented one. And you may have noticed the lovely thumbnail that this podcast and the midweek meditations have. This was made by Anna because last year I commissioned her to make my Union Power Coaching logo, which she did amazingly. And when she saw that I'd begun this podcast, she messaged me and asked me to send her a photo because she wanted to make me a podcast cover. And over the course of a couple of days, she sent me various designs and asked me what I thought. And it was so overwhelming to think that someone would, would do this for me. So I asked her to let me know how I could maybe promote her work. Is there any way that I could point people in the direction of what she's doing? And she said, words to the effect of Mike, that really won't be necessary I'm just doing this because it makes me feel happy to help you. Please say hi to your wife. Good luck with your podcast and, you know, we'll catch up soon. And it was a no strings attached, no expectation from the kindness of her heart. She wanted to do something to help me. And it made a huge difference for me because I am pretty useless with technology. Um, luckily, I'm able to click record to do a podcast, but that's about the extent of it. So Anna, thank you ever so much. Now, the final example I'd like to share is about my friend Laura. When I arrived in Colombia at the end of 2020, in the height of the pandemic, she always made sure that I was well. She arranged to meet me for coffee or for ice cream. It was, it was usually ice cream. And in fact, Laura was the first person I told when I wanted to propose to my now wife. And she went with me to the jewelers to make sure that I understood everything. And she was the, the model of the rings and just helped me so, so much. Earlier this year, she told me that she had a job offer in Spain and that she would in fact be leaving Colombia. So my first feeling was that of sadness that my good friend would be leaving the country and that I was going to miss our time together. But I soon realised that I was thinking selfishly and that I now had to return the same kindness and the same support that she had given to me when I arrived in Colombia and be proud of her for her achievement. In her case, in Laura's case, for being such a good and selfless person, she deserves all of the good that is now coming back her way. So Laura, thank you ever, ever so much. I'm so proud of everything that you've achieved and wish you nothing but luck with your new adventure in Spain. And I look forward to having an ice cream again with you somewhere uh, sometime in the future. So in these examples that I've given with my friends, they have voluntarily, out of kindness, thrown these seeds of gratitude into my life. They grow bigger and they grow stronger each day. And one day it will be my responsibility and my pleasure to offer back whatever I can to them and to others, whatever it may be, whatever service I can offer, and I will do it with the same integrity as they did for me. So to end today's podcast, I'm now going to share a few tips of how we can add more gratitude into our daily lives. Number one, I mentioned this on the previous podcast, but keep a gratitude diary. It's so simple, it's so effective, and it's a really beautiful thing 
to read over to remind ourselves of the beauty in life when perhaps we're having a more challenging time. I write in mine every evening before bed, and I've done so for going on four years. Research has shown that a simple five-minute gratitude diary habit can increase our general well-being by 10%. So by keeping track of what we're grateful for can make us feel more optimistic about the weeks and the years ahead. Number two, put our devices down more often to open up the doors to let gratitude come in. Gratitude surrounds us everywhere, but we're all guilty of overusing our devices. But by being less distracted means we are going to notice a lot more, be it when the barista brings the coffee to our table, when someone opens a door for us, or when we receive a kind smile or an acknowledgement from a stranger. By simply recognising the service and attention from others can transform our day, but also transform their day. Number three. When reading, watching or listening to some kind of media, try to choose positive and inspiring content. I love dramas and action films as much as anybody, but where possible I do love to watch a documentary that really promotes a good feeling, or listening to a podcast or music that really lifts me up, or reading a book that motivates me to be better. We are what we consume. Number four. Connect more often with our friends and families. With social media now, we often feel like we know what's going on in the lives of our friends from a picture or a video clip. Though generally this doesn't always show the whole truth. By connecting with each other directly, we remind each other of the gratitude we have for one another currently and we'll almost always end up reminiscing about fond memories together too that bring back those old feelings of gratitude that maybe we'd buried down inside of us a little bit. And number five, say please and thank you for everything, be it big or small, and give back when we can. Any act of kindness or service deserves a thank you. Every kind action deserves a response and a smile. We mustn't take anything or anyone for granted and mustn't neglect the seeds of gratitude that others plant in our lives. Thank you all ever so much for joining me today for this podcast. Please like, follow, subscribe to the podcast platforms, the YouTube channel and the social media pages at Union Power Coaching. Please do feel free to share this podcast with your friends, with your family. And don't forget to join me on Wednesday for the midweek meditation. Stay happy, stay well, stay grateful. Until next time, goodbye. For more details about transformation coaching, mindfulness and yoga classes, please visit unionpowercoaching.com.